You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. There you go. Nice. Thank you guys so much. Well, happy holidays to all of you. Thanks. Happy holidays. I am heading back to the East Coast. Thank you. So I will be back after the holidays. All right. We'll see you in the new year then. Say hi to the Atlantic for me. I definitely will. And you guys will be missed in the Atlantic. (laughs) Merry, merry. See you later, guys. Take care. Now, how much fun was that? That was a lot of fun. I love it. I love it. Like the staff here is just so wonderful. Um, and, and, and I remember, like, earlier when you were trying to order food, she's like, okay, um, we can do this, we can do this, we can, like, just bending over backwards because oh, yeah, he's no, allergic no. to wheat, right? Mm-hmm. Not not gluten intolerant, like, literally allergic to wheat, he'll go into anaphylactic shock and die. So, they're like, okay, oh, God. So, you don't want to go there. No, yeah. So, <laughs> so the, the level of, of or, or the degree that she went to to make sure, yeah. okay, what about this? It, it's yep. going to be deep fried. And like, no, no, it's Care fine. and attention. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's the stuff that matters. It is. That's the difference between twipping 12% and 20%. You're yeah, right. Absolutely. You're right. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yep. If you're going to double check and triple check to make sure that I don't have to go to the hospital after I eat this, yeah. <laughs> you get a good tip. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if I'm not yeah. getting an EpiPen, then, you know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's just put it this way: the EpiPen costs about 150. Right. <laughs> it's it's going to cost less than give me 20 percent tip. That's for sure. That's true. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I remember when EpiPens were like 40 bucks. Yep. And then they went up, and you know what they are in the U.S. like 750. Yeah, well. Yeah. Do you know why? Because uh, the daughter of either a congressman or senator, I can't remember which one senator it was. Senator Joe Manchin. Thank you. Uh, she works for the drug company that manufactures the EpiPen. And they said, we need to get these in every school in America. So they made it mandatory that every school in America carries them. So yep. $7.50. So the price went from 50 to seven fifty. Yeah. Land of the free to pay more. Yeah. But it's not a political podcast, so. Can't get them on Amazon, eh? <laughs> nope. Right? Why you can not? get everything on Amazon. Why not? <laughs> Except yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ah. You can literally get everything on Amazon, but you can't get that. Yep. Can't get that. Why? Jeff, if you're listening, yeah, and you I can get... find those 30,000 documents, and get, <laughs> and get some heavy pens on Amazon. He's, he's too busy going into space in a penis-shaped rocket. <laughs> Come on, we all saw the rocket. It's, it looks we like saw a, the rocket. Looks like a that penis. was so funny. <laughs> it looks like a penis. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just so, you know, so it, it's just sort of like so overstated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, it's like, it's, sometimes people are about as subtle as a sledgehammer right to the forehead. I know, right? right? <laughs> it's it's just like, like, gee, I wonder what I'm not supposed to be God, thinking about as it? I'm was, watching this Was it off. Kimmel or Colbert who really did it good? <laughs> I think it was Colbert. He yeah. really tore into him. Yeah, it was just sort of like, it was anyway. just sort of like this real, you know. I mean, they made display. no attempt to make it look anything l- not look like a penis. It's, it totally looks like a penis. Yeah. That's it. Like, that's it. There's yeah, nothing. That's a bad thing. I mean, I, no, no, like, it's just, just hey, complete. I mean, I, mean <laughs> right? I don't know about you guys, but I I like the look of penis. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have no problem with that at all. The only penis I like to look at is my own. Mm. Mm. But that's a me thing. Yes. Yeah. I guess it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like looking at penis too? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just as no, you can play I with it. I just I, pull you know, like, like, looking I at just it. Pull I, it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> We've headed for the ditch, folks. Well, and it's uh, all my fault. <laughs> so you invite one gay guy to the party, and I just well, anyway. yeah, I know. Leave, <laughs> leave it up to the queen. To, to the <laughs> right hey, look, it was out there. Somebody had to oh, grab yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> for want of a better term, yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Fifteen beaver points. There we go. <laughs> that you, was well played. When you hang it out there, you know somebody's going to grab a hold of it sooner or later. Oh boy! <laughs> sooner or later, it's going to happen. You know, I mean, come on. We're who's going down, down, doobie, down, down, down. I think no, I that's okay. The Amy Schumer uh, commercials and that. They, they me, what the finger blast? What was it? Finger blast? The, oh, the, it was a dipping. It was like you took these cheese fingers, deep fried cheese fingers, and you dipped them into a sauce called finger blasting, <laughs> or finger, or was it finger banging? I can't remember. Well, probably but finger banging. I, yeah. Finger banging makes yes. more sense, yes. but I can't remember what the what the ad was. I think it was might have been finger banging. It's like sometimes I can do two. How about three? No, three's too much. <laughs> three's too much. <laughs> milk, milk, lemonade, milk. Lemonade, yeah, milk, that's milk, right. Lemonade. In the back is where the fudge is made. made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Karen from uh, Will and Grace used to do that one. Well, no, actually, Amy did it too. Yeah, right? did she? Yes. Yeah. yes. But it's like, apparently, because, you know, kids, they watch everything. Apparently, kids caught on. Oh. They're like this. So like, they're in the school yard singing milk, milk. They don't know what they're singing, right? Yeah. But oh, it's yeah. just like. Oh, yeah, just over their heads. Thanks for that. Well, I mean, lyrically, it's innocent, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the implication that isn't, but you know. Well, I mean, um, yeah, it's one of those funny things. I used to enjoy that through my professional career. You know, like you could just keep taking that kind of talk up until oh, yeah. it's like, Rob, that's enough. Okay, we <laughs> too far, too far. <laughs> You've crossed the line of no return yeah but you know for for most people but up say, until well, you get there it's fun oh, yeah. yeah well exactly well actually even that's the reward <laughs> right? it's like the rebuke is the reward uh, we, got, uh, we got that escalated quickly <laughs> yeah. oh trust me there's a lot uh, yeah, it can go a lot lower but uh, we're probably going to go we're, we won't go there. Really. I mean, I do have to put an explicit rating because you know, you know, but but yes, yes. But we're not, we're not, we're not vulgar. No, we're not going to be vulgar. No, no, we we could be, and boy, could I <laughs> oh, tell God. some stories? Oh Lord, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we won't. No, no, we no, we won't. won't. That's for a whole other show. Well, the thing is, here's the thing. Look, that's look. for our next podcast. Yeah. The Franca concept. Yeah, I'm not gonna. No, no, I have that Stone Trey Parker. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I have family that watch this. My sisters, my brother-in-law, my my uh, my parents occasionally tune in. So you know, I mean, I'm really on the edge. You gotta you gotta have some secrets still, right? Yes. You yes. can't give everything. I mean, this is well, on Facebook. I mean, and you can. I'm not. No, <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I've gone through those times, too, where I, I have to, you know, reflect back on something and say, well, when I thought it in my head, it made sense. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> what you have to understand, Your Honor, is that it was funny yeah. to me. Yeah, it was well, hilarious. When I thought about it, I thought it was really funny. But when I said it, it's... turns out it wasn't yeah. that funny. Well, it was still funny, but I... yeah. it just wasn't for all audience. Well, you know, we got a, we, a mixture of people here. We got some really interesting people as, as uh, that is as part of this community. And, and I've engaged with a lot of them, and, and some of them are going through some tough times, and, and they've expressed to us mm -hmm. how much uh, having us on in the morning has helped them start their day in an upbeat manner. And I'm like, that makes it, that makes, uh, um, and that's even when we're delivering really sucky news. Yeah, yeah, because we're doing Monday to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we do the, the political show at 7 a.m. And, and oftentimes it's not great news because politics in this country especially when the the uh, leader of the official opposition is well you know who he is and we're not we're, again i'm not going there today no no no, no. but uh you know we, we're oftentimes delivering pretty terrible news but the, the chat is always oh thanks you know thank you thank you for keeping us informed thank you for giving us facts first and truth we make no bones about the fact that we are left-leaning but we want a, a, we'd like to see a healthy, progressive, conservative party again. I would too. Joe, yep. Joe Clark style, right? You know, that, yeah. we want to see that. Even Brian Mulroney. 
Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah, not the worst absolutely. part. I mean, yeah. you got to grease a couple of palms. There'll be a couple yeah, of envelopes he, full of money. But, you know, that's a small price. Yeah, that's a small price. Well, that's what we often say on the show. You know, it's like a couple of envelopes full of money. Like, if that's the small price we have to pay to actually have people that you can leave unsupervised with a pack of matches, yeah. I'm Cost good the with that. I, I can, the I'm yep. good with yeah. that. Yeah, and that's that's it, right? So, but uh, the community that we, we're, we're starting to build, and, and, and you know, what? I want to help as many people as I possibly can. And, and I have very limited means to be able to do that. So that's why I do the whole ASMR thing. And, and this show, this program is about informing. Well, not today, of course, but, but, well, but I mean, it's, we give other information. We do yeah, give other yeah, information. Yeah, but, too, right? <laughs> well, this is the thing. It's like the, the Monday, Wednesday, Friday shows are about informing people. The interview shows are about informing people. It's always truth. It's always facts. But we do this just as a, to give you, give you another side of who we are as people. I mean, we're not always angry and serious all the time. Nobody is. People I have nuance. Do you guys see the hats you're wearing? Right yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, this is some serious business. Man. That's that's some bling. He's blinged out. That's some bling. Look at that. He's got red. What are you red... pointing at him? Like, no, no, <laughs> he's got you. Yeah, but he's got red and green sequins. I'm just, I'm just red. Sing out, Louise. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, I, I can see where got, you're going. You differentiate, yeah. right? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, still. Well, yeah. I mean, I knew well, he I was. Feel I, I knew. Yeah. Hatless. You're hatless, yes. Totally sir. hatless. And um, we got to get him a hat. Needed to bring extra. Yeah, we'll, I we'll, should have picked up an extra one. Yeah, there we go. Next year, Christmas time, we'll have more hats. We'll have visitor hats. Visitor. What what I'll do is I'll Guest go to the, a jaunty chapeau. I'll, I'll <laughs> if, you are, if you're on this, if you're on the set, you need to have a chapeau of some kind. It could be a baseball cap, it could be a bowler, uh, could be a, anything. At like Christmas this, time, you, it's got to be a Santa. But hat. at Christmas time, it has to be a Santa hat or an elf hat or an elf hat. Yeah, yeah. Yes, or a Hanukkah. Hat. Yeah, sure, <laughs> yes. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yamaka, yeah. You wear yamaka. No, 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 no. no. I, I would actually want to see yamaka. I want to want to see the thing like with, with the thing holding the candles. Like I want. To oh, see you that. want a menorah? Yeah, I want to see menorah on a, like, well, you wear on yeah, your head. No, if it would fit and it would burn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would we need a different venue for that. Burn, baby, burn. <laughs> burn um, what was oh, it? We uh, get in trouble. For <laughs> no, no, we don't. We don't. We don't want to trash the place. <laughs> what, what was the Adam Sandler song? It's time for Hanukkah. Was it, uh, oh yes, uh, hey there, Yannicka. It's time for Hanukkah. Hanukkah. <laughs> your name is Monica. So drink your gin and tonica and smoke your marijuana and have a happy, 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 happy Hanukkah. Ex-girlfriend of mine. She was raised Orthodox and uh jewish orthodox and i was raised in a very strict catholic upbringing irish catholic upbringing and she she told me a joke one day and she said you know if we both had amnesia we'd still remember the guilt (laughs) 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 and i'm like yes absolutely true did you ever see the family guy episode that they did when uh they had uh, Peter became decided to convert to Judaism. No, it was it was Lois. She she discovered in she's her Jewish yeah, yeah. that she was part Jewish, and so she said she wanted to have a a Passover Seder. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, so she uh, you know had the dinner laid out, and uh, and Peter came out in an Easter bunny costume because <laughs> uh, Passover Easter. And, uh, and, like, so. So he said, you know, no, that's it, Lois. You know, I've had it. He goes, I was brought up as a Catholic, and I want to live up, live in a Catholic house, in a, a nice Catholic house. And she said, well, I was brought up Jewish, and I wish to, be, I want to be, I want to be living in a nicer house. A nicer house. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, then Jesus showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jesus showed up, and it's just like, oh, Jesus, there you are. You're in big trouble now, Lois. And uh, and she said, but Peter, Jesus is Jewish. And he goes, you know, that's blasphemy. And she goes, and, and Jesus said, well, no, it's true, Peter. I am Jewish. I'm Jewish. Yeah. And uh, he said, no, you're not. He goes, well, yes, I am. And he said, oh, yeah? Well, what's... What's a nine percent tip on a two hundred dollar dinner check? Oh. And Jesus said eighteen dollars, which is fair. 
So they banged off all the stereotypes there. Oh my god. Oh, somebody's going to be pissed about that, but you know. Oh no, they weren't because yes, I mean, as you know, with these 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 parodies, I mean, yes, yeah, the yeah, point yeah. is is not to celebrate um, stereotyping; it's to make fun of. Make it. fun it's the sacred cows make the best hamburger. Exactly. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So. Speaking of, when I was in Uruguay with a bunch of friends, and Uruguayan is known for beef, I said, "Guys, let's go to McDonald's." And they're like, "What?" I go, "Come on, we're in Uruguay. Yeah, it's going right to about Seth. It's yeah. going to be the best. It best was McDonald's the best ever. McDonald's ever in my life because it was all locally grown, grass-fed Uruguayan beef." There you go. Yeah. Weird segue, I know, but I'm a weirdo like that. <laughs> yeah, you kind. Of, yeah, also, I was, I was about to go because we were talking. You were talking about the guilt, and I, I had like this like little line. But now we've switched topics, so now it just sounds like crazy if I say it. We'll say it anyway. Yeah, say it anyway. Yeah. New and improved Irish Catholic guilt, but now with 15% more remorse. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. With 15% more remorse. Well, what was that? No extra cost. What was that? Three. Which, which Harrison Ford film? <laughs> oh, no, I won't say that. Which, which was it clear and present danger when it was the uh, IRA? Definitely. And, and the one IRA fellow was in the, in the hotel room with, with uh, the lady. And and uh, he thinks he's about to get down and, and get busy with her, and and she, and she says, "Well, hang on just a second. We need something here." And he goes, uh, "You're not going to give me a condom now. The church says that's a sin." I'm like, "But so is having premarital sex according to the church. So you're you're sinning anyway. Just go go through it, you know." In for a penny, in for a pound. Anyway, she pulled out a gun <laughs> and killed him. But then, you know. oh well, there you well three sins for the price of one. There you go. <laughs> it's a triple decker deal. Go triple big or go deal. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Premarital sex, condoms, and murder. Yeah. It's a family show. Well, I, I think we should <laughs> probably. This we is should, an HBO. Thing we should probably on. start to wind her up, eh? Because uh, um, we're, uh, we're we're approaching uh, four and a half hours. But I still have beer left. Well, I'm going to have another one because I still want a beer. But uh, <laughs> oops, okay. I got my phone. Kits, do you want us to wind it up or? Um... Well, we have to be out of this. This there's a reservation for this table at seven thirty. Yeah, some person named Barbara apparently We're not wants kick our her space. Out. We'll tell you what. We'll we'll keep <laughs> rolling. Know Barbara, I mean she might. She might, she, be might, uh, listen, she might be a nice lady, but she wants us out by 730. So, well, I mean, how nice can she okay, be? Really? Look, not really nice. No, no. no. We, have a hard, we have a hard exit at 7 p.m. Because it's going to take me 30 minutes to pack all this stuff up. So we can we can keep going till 7. That's another 40 minutes. If, uh, if, if the uh, lovely folks that are viewing uh, online uh, uh, want to uh, stick around for a few minutes longer, we can do that. We can absolutely do that. Um, or, or get on to flights, come to Ottawa. Yeah, for the next one, you know, for the next one. Your moderator maybe needs to get things done. <laughs> which, which moderator? Because we got a couple, right? We got we got uh, Saucy Sea Witch and we got Ashley. They, they both moderate. Well, let's see what we got here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, okay. Um, Saucy Sea Witch. Oh, okay. I think we have learned lots today. <laughs> Linda, Linda says we learned about Paul's tattoo. Elaine said soup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Goes, Listen, I mean, he doesn't even know what it means. Soup. Goes, now, now I want soup, but I have to have. But I now I want soup, but I have no low sodium soup. Oh well, then, that's, that's a bummer. You know what I've been? Uh, Can you eating get a actually like a low sodium thing over there? I probably could. Yeah. You know what I've been yeah. eating a lot of lately <laughs> from Farm Boy is the Mindstone soup. Mindstone. Mindstone. Oh, yeah. is it made with real minds? Yeah, just a, there's yeah. a there's a story there. No, 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 there is. I was going to a, a Red Blacks game one night, and I was meeting a couple of my buddies uh, on Bank Street just before we went up, and uh, and uh, this beautiful waitress. Uh, this is uh, with my the, single days. We're at the Clock Tower, I think. Uh, no, no, it was uh, Fifth Street uh, Burn. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know anyway, it's not and, there anymore. And she was beautiful, and and. Uh, I got in, and the guys I was meeting, they were just sort of like, you know, was a terrible waitress. And I was like, oh, come on, give her a chance. And, and she came back, and she took our orders, and, she, and uh, I asked, well, what's soup of the day? And she leans over to look at the, the chalkboard, board, yeah. and she goes, 
it's mind strong. <laughs> and I was just okay. Okay, minister. And, and she she walked away, and the other guys are looking at me like, <laughs> like really. <laughs> Here's the thing, Still, though. she's a nice this, gal. <laughs> but you know what, though? When you, when you mispronounce a word, it's because you've read it. And you didn't. nobody told you the pronunciation. You read it. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, and that was completely reasonable on her part. I don't think it was unreasonable at all. That, were, that reminds me, though, of a They were mocking me. They weren't yeah, yeah. mocking her. Yeah. <laughs> There's a teacher I had in elementary school. I remember she was telling us a story about this. She went to France once, and she's at breakfast, and she wants, like, half a grapefruit. Right? She goes, and she's in French, speaking French. She says, can I have a pamplemousse? Right, and they're like, "My God, pop the moose, pop the moose, you know, pop the moose, you know, orange, but you know, bigger things like this." Ah, vous ne voulez pas un pop the moose, vous voulez un grappe fruit. And she's like, "Actually, I heard a similar story. I had a friend whose whose wife was." I would like a Flora. Yes, please, Keith. Uh, local lager. Oh, she'll be back. Don't worry. Local yeah. lager, please. So anyway, good ears. <laughs> anyway, she, she had actually gone and came back. Yeah. I said I would like, a, uh, and then she came back. <laughs> anyway, this was a friend of mine. He was in the navy, and, and his wife was was very French and, and spoke very little English. So she was just learning English, and she's going to all these social occasions, uh, some of the officers' masses. And um, there's a, a guy we had in the Navy, he's an officer, is called him Two Tall Jones because he's like 6'6. Six, six. That's uh, a big fella. He, he was, I like he that. He was tall. There's no such thing as too tall for me. You're I gonna, like tall. You're going to like what's going on. Sometimes you too. just need to climb Trust the fuck me. out of a tree. So <laughs> she, she, uh, she, she was asked him the question. She was trying to ask him a question. She wanted to know something. So she said, uh, but he's like, how long are you? <laughs> and you know what? Without a pause, he just goes, shrugs his shoulders and goes. <laughs> and she was telling me this story. Like, her English was a lot better by then. She's telling me this story. She goes, well, I didn't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> he was giving me the internet long. <laughs> I, I must admit, uh, one time I was in the Netherlands, and... Uh, before I met my sweetie, and uh, I was at this bar, uh, and there was this guy sitting on a on a stool in the corner. Yes, I think he was really cute. Mm -hmm. yes. And I decided I'm going to go up to talk to him, which is odd for me because I have you're, you're kind no of shy. game. Yeah. But, shy fellow. Right? Yeah, but he was really cute, and I figure you know it's the Netherlands; nobody knows me here, so if I fall flat on my face, nobody's going to care, right? Um, so we're talking and all this kind of stuff, right? And uh, we finally decide that uh, you know. <clears throat> how to put it delicately um, that we decide that we're going to find out Keith's we decided that uh, we're going to find out more about each other let's put it that way Okay. <clears throat> so we pay our bills and we decide to go and he stands up and it's like literally a friendly giant moment it's like <laughs> look up, look way up the guy was 6'10 Holy shit, that's a tall fella. 6'10". That's a big That's a big lad. I had a very, very fun evening, kids. So, so... Actually, I had a very fun evening next morning. And are, we talking, are we talking tripod? How about, how, about, how, about, I, I, how about microphone? A gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. All I will say is that I had a very fun evening <laughs> next morning and next two days. <laughs> that's all I will say. All righty then. Okay. <laughs> and it was, it's, you were in the damage, so, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I'll, you know, to give myself a little bit more credit because, yes, I am easy. Yes, I am cheap, but I also am ethical. <laughs> super, 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 super sweet guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And interesting and fun to talk to and all. You know, it wasn't all about. Well, here's the thing, though. He's 6'10 in the Netherlands. Like yeah, that's not out of the ordinary. No, no, but I, it's the to, tallest nation yeah, on earth. Yeah, you know yes, that? yes. But you have to understand, I, like, I, they're, they're, for me, there literally is no such thing as too tall. Mm. I love tall. So, so I, I, I've dated women who have been taller <sighs> than me. 
uh, and actually one woman I used to date, she's six foot two and used to wear four to six inch heels when she went out mm. and she loved it, loved a tower over guys. And one of her best friends was also six foot two. So she'd wear big heels. So I'd be out on a, on a Saturday night and I've got a blonde on one arm and a brunette on the other. And they're like, the fuck dude, who, who the fuck are you? And I'm like, just out with the Twin Towers, man. This is what I do. <laughs> it's, it's called Saturday Night in Polly's World. And, and they're like, it, I have guys would approach bar owners, club owners, actually. Some of the clubs would go to the owners. Hey, you guys should come here more often. I go, yeah, it's not going to happen. They're just, they're just trying to get me in with the two girls. They, they didn't give a shit about me, but, but I knew them. Yeah. So they had to, you know, pay me that sort of peace of mind, if you will. A little respect. Yeah, a little respect. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And they see, I, literally, I've got these two stunningly beautiful women on each arm. And they're like, how, how do you do this? And I go, when you're this big, they call you Mr. Hey. Who's that commercial yeah. for? Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Oh, Mr. Big. Right, yeah. When you're this big, they call you Mr. Uh, we have um, a comment from uh, Kit Kath. Basically, actually, it's Kit Kath needs the Snickers. Yes. I love that's great. That Brilliant name. Uh, and uh, the comment is: I never comment, but always watch and just want to say how much I've enjoyed this today. Thank you, guys. Love your podcasts always. Thank you, thank you, Kath. Thank you for the warm fuzzy. We'll, we'll have to uh, we'll have to send you some Snickers. Uh, seriously <laughs> if you sent send an email to the 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 uh, true north eager beaver is, is what what's our email again true north eager beaver at gmail.com send us an email uh and we'll we'll send you some snickers uh and i genuinely mean that i'll send you uh, i'll send you a box of snickers a box well why not a whole box let's go to costco okay was it like three dollars at costco i don't know i think it's a little more Thirty dollars again, Amazon. No, no, but let's like, I, I keep on telling the kids, right? I'm thirty-seven percent actual chocolate, right? To maintain the base, <laughs> base coat, all right? Because if Snickers were actually three dollars a box at Costco, I would weigh three hundred and sixty pounds. <laughs> okay, I don't know what no. they are. They're whatever they are is whatever they are. I'll buy some. I'll send you some. Just reach out to us in email, and if you want, I'll send you some Snickers. I probably wouldn't be here doing this show. I'd probably still be back home in Kingston eating eating a box of Snickers. <laughs> what are you doing? Today? We're doing the podcast today. No, no, sorry, busy. <laughs> it's like hey, uh, you're not, I your, mean, since the you're not yourself when you're hungry. <laughs> you should eat a Snickers. <laughs> what was the? Was it Mars who used to do that commercial? Uh, Mars bar a day at work, rest or play. Yes. And they'd have you know. I'm a server in a restaurant. I'm very busy. I'm on my feet all day, so I'll have a Mars bar to get me through. And I'm like. Is that thing laced with cocaine or something? Because it really, it was a strange ad, right? Have a chocolate bar. Really? Really? Yeah. Uh, I, uh, the dentist must be going like this. Screw the apple a day. Have no, a Mars actually, bar a day. I, I think it was uh, <laughs> Sendoza or whatever the uh, pharmaceutical thing. It was yes. the diabetes thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the company yeah. who makes the chocolate bar also yeah. makes yeah. insulin. Yeah. Have a Mars bar a day. Work, rest, or play. Yeah. This, this commercial brought Have to you by one. the Insulin Makers Association of America. Have another one. <laughs> Have another one. <laughs> yeah. Four out of five dentists recommend that uh, the patients who chew gum Absolutely. choose Choose Trident. I always wonder who the, who the other. The fifth one. Is he was telling eat sugar, eat all the sugar <laughs> all the time. Thank you for coming, getting your teeth cleaned. Here's a bag of lollipops. Actually, yeah. it wasn't <laughs> even a dentist; it was a denturist. A denturist, yes. yes. <laughs> so uh, so I'm, I'm sensing a conflict of interest. So uh, <laughs> you uh, might you might see that. <laughs> a couple of ladies I went to high school with. Uh, one of them is a dentist, and uh, sisters, and one of them is a dentist here in Ottawa. And she's a lovely person. And she wanted to be a dentist when she was like 12 years old. Like she knew what she wanted to do in life at 12 and did it. And she still is. I want to knock your effing teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she used to say things. She was, I was talking to her one day and she says, I just want to fix people. She joined, she was in the Navy and became, got her, uh, became a dentist through, uh, what was her name? <laughs> I don't want to, I'm not going to say it on air, but no, 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 no. She's here in Ottawa though. Anyway, um, she said, I just want to fix people's teeth. And she said, one of the things she said that we have to, we have to, we have to start convincing people, uh, is to stop feeding apples to their children because apples are loaded with sugar 
And so you eat an apple, you think it's healthy, right? Well, not dentally, because it's loaded with sugar and it sticks to your teeth and it creates rot. And there, and along with fluoride in the water, and I'm not going to get into that. Well, that's why on, as kids we used to give apples to the teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To rot their teeth out yeah. and hope they would die. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Or not come back to class to yeah. administer the pop quiz because they were like embarrassed about what they looked like. Well, I mean, yeah. you can always hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Elaine goes, Douglas likes himself a tall drink of water. I sure do. And that's why my beaver sweetie's at least six feet tall. <laughs> yes, Elaine, actually, she would have taken those courses in Borden. Um, I, 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 we're still connected uh, uh, on Facebook, and we, we, you know, say hello once in a blue moon. I mean, we, we were never close in school. Um, she's a year or two older than me, and and it was her her younger sister who was in one of my courses, um, and she graduated a year before I did. So, but but I knew the sisters right because we were all base brats. So you know that's just how it goes when you live on a base. You know all the base kids. Whether or not you uh, all stay in touch, or but you know, at the time you just know one another. Yeah, your friends. Yeah, yeah, because you're well, and not only that, but you move to a base, and everybody you meet on the base has all gone through the same things you've gone through, in a general manner, right? Yeah, yeah. you know, it's like there's a kinship and a and, and a uh, amongst military folks you because it. you get it. That's what you get it, right? Yeah. And that's when I talk to Hugh. He says, you're a base brat. And I go, yeah. And Army Chris, Yep. I was talking to Army Chris, and I said, look, I'm center left. I go, you're center right. And I go, we're not that far apart. He goes, no, we're not. No. And he says, I would love to have a beer with you. I go, dude, I totally want to sit and have a beer with you. And then I said, well, I'm a, I'm a base brat. He goes, oh, I totally know who you are. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Right? There's just an automatic knowledge mm-hmm. amongst those of us who lived that life. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, the thing is, you know, when you talk about center left, center right, I... Up until X number of years ago, I always considered myself, ironically, center-right. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Right, because I am a huge, you have to, like, I grew up poor Mm -hmm. for Canada, right? I grew up a foster kid. My mom had schizophrenia. We were on welfare and all that kind of stuff. I am all for fiscal responsibility. Yeah, so you fought for everything. Absolutely, right? Yes. But, you know, social progressivism, of course, like. Love everybody, right? That's the mm-hmm. first thing my mom taught me. You're no better. You're no worse than any other person. That's so, right. like, don't just sit there and judge, right? Just like, sure. Just yeah. like, basically, don't be a douche, right? Like this, but like, you know, yeah. There's a reason. Like, I'm at I'm pushing fifty, and I still go buy my Windex at Giant Tiger because it's cheaper. Because it's smart, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like I'm not gonna like pay for that house at by spending Nordstrom. an extra three dollars. I, I want to get on Windex because I get to carry that. because I get get seen walking out that store with a pretty bag. Who cares? Right? No, but so because but I buy that stuff at the dollar store. Right. But now I can't. I can't identify as that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, but that's one of the well, reasons and, why on the podcast I say you know like we like an actual center. Right, yeah. actually fiscally conservative, socially progressive, and not fiscally well, conservative in that that's how we don't I want see to see myself. Yeah, but, exactly. But, yeah. but most people do, but but not in the sense not fiscally conservative. Like we don't want to spend money on the poor because they're not worth it. That's no, not. No. And it's no. like no, I don't want to sign a contract where I'm going to like pay people like seventy percent over what's the asking price just because I want to direct it to someone I know, or just because I need to get this done now. Or Gee, just that like, sounds like this, familiar from recent, uh, right? But I mean, but yeah. but in that sense, right? Yeah. Fiscally, no, res- I, I, that, yeah. that case, fiscally yeah. responsible because I want more money to be able to spend on a homeless shelter, or right, sure. yeah, right, to, to to take care of actual people. Yeah. So I mean, there was a time I would have described I myself live in a happy as world. very very yes. center right, exactly. Because, yeah. but not anymore. No, no. Right. So I was once that way too. And, and a lot of my buddies, when I tell them that I was, you know, I voted for this party and then they go, what? And I go, yeah. But it's what you want to do with the rest money that determines whether you're left or right. Yes. Right. As I want this extra money so I can blow it more, give it to my developer friends where I can, I want the extra money because I want to spend it on people who actually need it. Well, exactly. I mean, you know what? I, I geez, you know, left and right divide. But Wouldn't we're it be really better not to that sort different. of say, no. I'm looking after myself because I have to, because it's my responsibility to look after myself. But I also want to bring up 
the world, the community around mm-hmm. me, expanding yes. outwards to the world around me. Rising tide lifts all boats, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Now, wouldn't that be great? Because there really isn't anything out there that's certainly for the political posturing and you know that, that goes on in the mainstream. It's a gotcha game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and there's. God, you just wish there, there there would be some hope just for a rational voice out there somewhere. Not to yes. kind of tap into some acid base, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. you know, left or right. You know, no cancel culture and, and, and no, you know, for lack of a better word, fascist tyranny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right? yeah, you, yeah. Know, it, you know, it, it's just sort of like we used to have that. That used to be normal. And it's not a delineated line, right? Because I think a lot of people, you know, I've watched for the, the past years, and I know social media, and, you know, has taken out respected literature. Geez, I, 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 <coughs> I was reading to my wife a couple of days, an article, a couple of days ago, an article mm-hmm. from McLean's that I remembered from 1997. I don't know if you ever heard of Colin Fothering. Yeah, I yes, used to yes, love, absolutely. love yeah. his writing. Yeah, I, he was a brilliant writer. Mm-hmm. He, he had a, a sharp tongue. Mm-hmm. And one of those things he wrote about was a, a senator from Nova Scotia named Findlay MacDonald, uh, who had just been retiring from the Senate in 1997. And he wrote about another senator. He started the column about another senator who was famous uh, in that same year, for not showing up at the Senate. He'd been in for 13 years. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. And they, 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 they yeah, he was he away in Mexico. in Mexico. Yes, exactly. yes. I can't remember his name. Yes, they, yeah. they had pictures of him on yeah, the sombrero in the That's sun. Right. right. So they, they took him, Andy. Andy. Andy can't Jones remember his name. or Jameson. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, anyway, so Alan Fotheringham wrote this column, and he referred to as Absent Andy. He said, uh, you know, was one. They, they changed the rules after him, right? Yeah, yeah oh, absolutely, they did. They, did. they said, yeah, they they started saying, yeah, you can't, you're not going to get free money anymore. Yeah, if you don't show up. Um, but they said Findlay McDonald, who was a senator from my home province, and I lived there at the time in, in Nova Scotia, and uh, they called him the Silver Fox, and and he was. You know, dead on things. He, you know, he had ideas uh, that he said uh, marijuana. He said should be illegal for anybody under the age of fifty years, and mandatory for anybody over six. Right. <laughs> and they all need to loosen up, people. Yeah. And, and another thing he had said too was he said that a, a civic student, Nova Scotia, had written to him saying that um, she's in a civics class and she wanted a list of senators uh, of the Canadian uh, members of the Canadian Senate broken down by sex and he sent her back a reply saying sex isn't the problem it's booze it <laughs> 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 reminds me of a joke when you go to the doctor's this, office it's true says, though right yeah. this is true I mean this, this guy actually did this and it was just sort of like but he was dedicated it was like in like 15 years he only missed like uh, a couple dozen sessions wow and, wow uh, and uh, <laughs> and Alan Fotheringham's conclusion was was absent Andy was one end of the spectrum and the silver fox was the yeah. other. <laughs> and I just remember, I mean, that was that was moderate politics. This was people who took they actually did take it seriously mm-hmm. because they didn't take it seriously. They weren't looking right. for for wolves to go after one another's throats. They were yeah. they, they were yeah. trying to um, trying to live together which is what the whole point is supposed to exactly. be we're all but, part of the same community right yeah, right, right exactly uh, the senator was andrew thompson but Andy the thing, thompson, but the thing you were remi- asking me reminds me of the joke like this way like when you go to the doctor's office or whatnot or you fill out a form and it says sex has m and f yeah. yes this guy checked out both mf and then and wednesdays too please yeah <laughs> <laughs> monday to friday i i used monday, to write friday, in and say not too. recently <laughs> 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 but yeah, but uh, but but what you're saying is uh, the, that's the thing is uh, the, that it's 
I am. I always describe myself as I'm hardwired for optimism. Optimism, like this, and I'm. I'm a happy. I got to race like a piss horse. Yeah, okay, and a happy person. You got to love me. Up. I truly believe. No, I don't. <laughs> now we All have, right, folks. This at could home. get interesting. <laughs> <laughs> folks at home, now we have tension. I'm about to urinate. Well, here's the thing: if What's you don't, the let worst me out, thing that could happen. Now? Well, this you're right beside me, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're to my left, so watch the look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, it's getting a little bit warmer in here. The Trinidad Thinker Beaver now with Splash Zone. Splash Zone. <laughs> oh, it's raining! Oh, once again, once again. Sorry, I just you know I have the bladder of a twelve-year-old girl. <laughs> so, oh, you're gonna have to do, issue an apology to twelve-year-old girls now. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm I would Sorry like to, to twelve-year-old girls. If you have small bladders and have to pee frequently, I apologize. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, yeah, what uh, Rob was saying, um, it strikes me as being true because, like I said, I'm hardwired for optimism and happiness and positivity, and it is my personal belief uh, that most, of the, in terms of the per- percentages of the population, that hasn't changed. Most of the people are rational, normal, fair-minded. Uh, you know, you might be a little bit center-right and a little bit central, center-left. But we probably agree on 85 or 90% of things, right? But the people who are outside of that general pool, um, because of social media and whatnot, now with internet, they have more convenient ways and easier ways to find each other and build their own communities, just like we're trying to build here. They're trying to find a sense of belonging themselves, right? And they found their own people and they can self-amplify, but they're louder, right? It's like, if you say it louder and you say it more often, then maybe you'll be more convincing. And that's often the comment I give to people online, right? When they, you know, you, you get into one of those little online discussions, which I generally don't do very long. I will sometimes exchange once or twice with someone, but not more. And the reason I do that once or twice is because when sometimes something really ridiculous is said, I don't want that to be the only people onlookers that fall upon the conversation. See, I want them to see that there's another side, but I don't do the thing where I dance with them for 13 or 14 or 15 replies because that's just a waste of time. And there are certain people online that I personally believe are paid to be there and whatnot. And, you know, the more responses they get out of you, the more they get. So, but, you know, I just try to keep it to a minimum. But my personal belief is that most people are kind and, you know, you just don't, the loud mouths will find each other in order to be loud and will try to dominate the conversation and, you know, and, and drown other people out. But most people will just say, you know, this is not a scene I want to be a part of. But if you go and talk to them, like at a picnic or a barbecue or, you know, a little event or even like here, you know, you just drop in and you have a chat. This, you know, we're really not that far apart. And I believe that people are essentially good. And I believe that people essentially want to do good and want people to be happy and want people, um, you know, to feel comfortable in their homes. And uh, so, you know, I'm convinced that there are more of us than there are of them and that it just seems like the numbers have changed, right? But that's only because now they have the opportunity to platform themselves and encourage themselves amongst each other and promote themselves amongst each other. And they believe that they'll be, you know, if they're louder, they're right. And so in these conversations, I often say, wow, that was really convincing. Perhaps next time if you type it in all caps, I'll believe you. (laughs) It's funny because it's true. It's just, you know, it's... Don't lose hope, kids. Don't, Don't lose, lose hope. Like this, there's not more of them. They're not necessarily multiplying. They're just louder and have more platforms. And because there are fewer gatekeepers now, because um, there's this book that I read a while ago. It's by Thomas Friedman. It's called The World is Flat. It's pretty much of a tome, big tome. But it opened my eyes to a lot of things. The world is not flat. Well, in this case, no, no, it's not flat. But the reason he's calling it flat is that he's saying that there were ten events throughout the world. Mm. Like, for example, you know, putting Netscape 
on uh, the na- uh, on the uh, on the U.S. stock market, right, uh, right? That type of thing. There are things that, that changed that changed the entire uh, everything that happened after that. That changed. flattened the world, yeah, right? They yeah. made the world yeah. more flat. So while we have initiatives like this, for example, right, where we use online media to start our own podcast and build a little community and try to share facts, whatnot. Well, that world was also open to ISIS and Al Qaeda. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it flattened the world equally for all of us, right? So never lose hope and never lose optimism. Just the, the fact that they have the opportunity to platform themselves, that they don't have to ask a gatekeeper for a platform anymore, right? An agenda center or a gatekeeper doesn't necessarily mean that there are more of them or that there are more popular. It just requires more of us to find our voices and keep talking because there's a lot of us that believe, right, that so long, you know, back in the day when it was, you know, we had actual progressive just conservatives. Just a shadow. Right? Uh, there's a shadow. Yeah, liberal or progressive conservative doesn't really matter. We can leave both of them unsupervised with a pack of matches and like, yeah. things will pretty much be okay. You know, my house will be okay. And I don't really need to vote or, you know, I guess, or I'm not voting, not because I'm apathetic, but, you know, regardless of who wins, I know I'm going to be okay. Right? Like, those people, they need to find their voices these days. Because, but there are not more of the other people. They just have the opportunity to have more visibility, and they've accessed it. And that's why we're doing it. Like, I, I heard this. I heard, yeah, well, no, but I heard this thing in the United States, for example, right? Where Democrats, for example, were buying ads and doing all these types of stuff. The right wingers saw a radio station up for sale for $300,000. So they, they buy it. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, now they have this 24-7 thing where they can pump it in your... It's like, we just need to do the same thing. Like create our own radio stations, create our own media, which is one of the reasons that we're doing this. We're going to have a, a message of joy, hope, love, and laughter. I mean, everyone yeah. is welcome. Um, everyone can sit at our table so long as you're not a douche. But we have no... We will not tolerate the intolerant. Period. Right, because the second I, somebody said, but period. The second somebody like right, right, we think of it like when you're organizing a party and you have that one friend that calls, go, is so and so coming? Because if someone else is coming, I'm they're not, not coming. coming. Because then you don't get to come to my party because you yeah. don't get to decide who gets to come to my party. Not my generation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like my everyone is welcome at my table. As soon as you start telling me who I can have at my table or not, like yeah. this, Charles, you're the you one that's not invited at my out. table. Yeah, Charles, you Farley. Charles U. Farley? Chuck right. U. Farley? Yeah. That's like, mm. you're just... No douches allowed. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I do like a Open good douche. Well, it's a shower. Settle down. And speaking of showers, I was uh, at a parking lot the other oh, day. Oh, I'm dear. saying nothing, kids. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying nothing. I was nothing. at a parking lot the other day, and... Um, when I went to take the parking <laughs> parking tag, I pushed the button and it spit the ticket out. And it said in English, please take your ticket. And it said in French, prenez votre ticket. Prenez votre ticket. Ticket is not a French word. It should say billet. It, just, I would say billet. That is a social outrage. It fell. <laughs> to the barricades. As an Red, Anglophone. The color of the flag. As an Anglophone trying to Black, learn to speak French better all the despair. time, I get pissed off when I see Anglicizations of French. You know what I mean? It, like, it pisses me off. Yeah, you get it. So we can, you get je a ticket for that in Quebec. You would. So we can, je vais aller au shopping center et je oh, vais parquer mon auto au parking pour aller au shopping center m'acheter du chewing gum. <laughs> Yeah, but there's no problem if you're not shopping at Canadian Pneu. Canadian Pneu. Canadian Pneu. Or, 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 uh, <laughs> and how do you, how do you, how do you francophonize Walmart? It's somebody's name. You can't. You, can't. you, you got, put an accent aigu over the A or no, something? No, 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 no. You got to roll the R. And then, and you, got, and you got to put all the vowels nasal. C'est soir, je m'en vais à Walmart. Walmart. Okay. It's not mouth de wall. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, we, people who are French or French Quebecois are going to realize are, are going to recognize this one. But there was a commercial back, I think, in the '90s or whatnot. Like, you know where they have like the staff from Walmart because uh, they're talking about they had this like lovely old Quebec lady like this, and, and she's like, "J'ai parlé au madame et puis j'ai dit, puis la madame était bien contente." <laughs> 
<laughs> that's like, like, and that was like a tagline for a whole year in Quebec. <laughs> Basically, for people who don't understand French, it's the, the, the lady, she was very happy. <laughs> well, it, and then one of the things about uh, uh, Quebecois French, which is very different from Belgian or, or France, um, is that there are uh, little idiosyncrasies within the language that do not translate to mm. English. They just mm-hmm. don't. Yes, yes. Like tete clac, they tried doing that in oh, English, yeah. and I watched it, and I'm like, it, it, it loses. It did not work. It, oh, it didn't work. It did not work at all. do not work? No, they yeah. don't. They don't. And they it, don't. It, it is kind of funny. I had a, uh, like, I <coughs> did a couple French courses at L'Estrie in Gatineau, and, uh, and the teacher was from France. She was Oh, she must have been horrified. She was oh she was she was on a work visa and yeah it was all kinds of things you know you'd sort of say to her well you know I'd learned this and she'd be like ah kid back I was in Geneva a bunch of years ago and uh, I was in a store and this guy comes up and he goes hey it's, uh, bonjour monsieur je vous aide I'm like oh no 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 just pour un café merci beaucoup he goes ah oh, Québécois and I went. No, I'm weirdly flattered by that, though. Yes, in a way, Canadian, yes. Yeah, I am too, because you know what? Who gives you the right to say what your French is right and ours is wrong? But <laughs> if you think, <laughs> hey, listen, look, is there somewhere else that you think that my French is good enough to be considered? Like, well, that was my take because exactly. I'm like I'm an Anglophone who I speak very limited French, mm-hmm. yeah. but when I speak it, I sound like somebody who speaks the language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the fact that he recognized the accent immediately as Quebecois, I was incredibly flattered. See, when I went to France, because, and even it happens Because I don't here. speak the language. But That's it, why but I was you're flattered. you're Canadian. But it, but, 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 but it even happens here in Canada. But when I went to France, because apparently, from what I've heard, I don't know if it's true or not, but from what I've heard, the French find the Quebecois accent really atrocious. Oh, yes, yes. No, and the do, more joie street that there, there is in it, the worse it is, right? Well, in, in Paris. But, but yes, I mean, outside yes. of Paris, they're In the countryside, it's different. Yeah, because yeah. It's, the more, it's very much the same. The Quebec mm-hmm. French is very much the old much French. Yeah. But I, I'm Franco-Ontarian. Yeah. Like I'm so, and I went to public, I went to Catholic regular French school in elementary, but in high school I went to public French. Yeah. So we had Haitian teachers and Belgian teachers and whatnot. So my French, quand je parle en français, je parle en français, and there's not much different from my voice in English. And yeah. my French is almost like a very normative CBC French, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes, but it's franco-ontarien. So I go to French and, like this, and they're talking to me and says, Ah, mais votre accent, il est tellement charmant. <laughs> it's like, your accent's so charming. He goes, and then often I go to Quebec and say, where are you from? He says, I'm from Ontario. Where have you lived? Have you lived there all your life? He says, yes. Says, My God, your French is so wonderful. And you almost have no accent. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you don't. But, uh, yeah, and it's just sort of like, you know, like, you mm-hmm. take the same kind of thing where you get the, you know, the high level uh, pure land. Québécois, uh, Québécois, you know, going yeah. to Paris. Yeah. I wonder how that squares. Yeah. So, well, but here's the other thing. Here's so, did you know that Tete Clac? You know where it was? It was super popular in the province of Quebec. Absolutely. Of you know where it was the biggest hit in the world? Belgium, France. In France itself, yes, yes, because they got it. They loved it. Yes. They they thought it was okay. We get that it's hillbilly, but they thought it was hilarious. And I'm like, I'm kind of surprised at. And the guy who created what had happened was he was a, a software programmer guy, and he was out of work, so he started doing this just to keep his mind busy and entertain his children. And it took off, and then it really took off. And then in France, it was the biggest thing on YouTube. And he was kind of like, "What? How? How is that even possible?" Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm speaking very, very guttural Quebecois. Yeah. And yet in France, they loved it. And they were like, no, don't change a thing. It's perfect the way it is. It's the funniest stuff we'd have ever seen. And I'm like, yep. Yep. I just, I don't, you know, things sail over my head for a lot of Well, I know. Well, yeah, it's like, uh, well, you know, I, I heard, you know, Quebecois talking about Acadian, talking down to Acadian, which is even that's, older that, French. That's way yeah, yeah. thicker. Oh, older yeah. French. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's you way know? thicker. Yeah. yeah. And I, it's almost like they sing when they speak yes. in, yeah. in a lot of cases. Yeah. But they look down on it. It's like. Wow. I went to Ile Madame once, just in Nova Scotia. It's because on that trip that I told you about there where we had all the kids, there was one guy named uh, Tad who lived there. And yeah, we became friends and said, come over for March break. So I did. The whole week I was there, I could understand Tad because Tad could code switch between Chiac and regular French. Oh, wow. Right? 
His brother, I could understand. His father, I could understand. Yeah. His mother, couldn't understand. I spent the entire time smiling and nodding and laughing whenever she you laughed what you for a whole that. week. I did not understand her the whole week. Oh, she it. thought I was absolutely yeah, adorable, but, but I had no idea. No what idea. But Lac Saint Jean. Oh yeah, I, I yes. used to live there. Secondly, Lac Saint Jean, yeah. and 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 it's very different French there. Yeah. But here's the thing: like back in high school, I was a debater, right? Because I went to the provincial debating championships, national debating championships. Were you a master debater? I was a master debater. I was indeed. I, no, a master debater. Yeah, we just forget yeah, the no, no, we, we, we I was a master debater. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think we've all got. Yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> so. Uh, I went one way, you went another. Yes, but there was a school. Uh, there, there's a school here in Ottawa called the, <laughs> the Lycée Claudel. Yeah, yeah I, I know it. I, I spent months working there, putting right. a new system in. like this. And it's a French school, a French high school, From elementary France. and French, but I guess, but under the European education and, system and funded by France and funded by France, right? Well, because we have lots it's, of it's lots a of private children. school, though. Yes. So every student that goes there, I think. I think the curriculum. I think they're uh, they're under the French the French curricula. Yes, they, they get the baccalaureat. But I think they when they, when they I think it's about twenty thousand dollars per student to yes. attend. Yes, yes, yes. And we have a lot of children of ambassadors and foreign yes, diplomats exactly, that go there exactly. and other and other types like that. And it's a really good school. It's a the, great the school. Program is amazing. Like I said, they, they they gave it a, a revamp. They renovated it recently because it really looked old back in the day. Well, the old section is still old. Yes. That's mostly for, for primary school. Yes. The high school section on the other side is all brand new. Exactly. Uh, right up to date with tech. We, yeah. we rewired the whole building. So we used to go with the debates. They used to hold, host one of the debates on the circuit to qual- help us qualify. But of course, almost all the judges of the debates they recruited were European French. Okay. So I went to my first ever debate there, like this, and the subject was be it resolved that Canada shouldn't accept more immigrants. Uh, that's, okay. Oh, that's a nice. That's right? not that's working. <laughs> but you, you have a foreign and against, right? Yeah. Like this. And my part, my debating partner was this Moroccan guy who was the son of a diplomat, Tariq Belahbi. Loved him. He was great. Yes. And I had actually busted my leg and had it in a, <laughs> had a cast. And I had my crutch. And I was like, should Canada become the crutch of the world? <laughs> and I'm like deb- debating the con side at this point, right? Because you have to debate the con side yeah. once and the, sure. and the pro yeah. side yeah. once. Yeah. That's how and then works, for the yeah. third debate, they give you this subject, like be it resolved that, can- that Santa Claus must pay taxes. Right, like this, and you've got like 15 minutes to prepare, and you and you do it. So, so it's, 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 it's a silly subject, right? <laughs> There's all that you should abolish the month of February for something like this. But it's the third one's a silly subject like this, and you've got 15 minutes to prepare. So it's, it's basically season's day next week. Yeah, it's basically an extemporaneous debate. I guess. So I went the first year, this, and there was like 36 entries, and I finished 32nd. And I'm sitting there, I'm going, it couldn't have been that bad. Right. What, what, so what? I what? mean, my arguments. I mean, it was my first ever debate. Subjective but, judgment. I guess. Uh-huh. But so the following year, racist like this, bricks. No, but I, I realized, right? Like, what all the people were giving us the the critiques after, right? Tout le monde parlait avec un accent comme ça. So the second year, when I went back, the second subject. I guess the, I went back. Well, it's not second subject. Second year, I went back. Monsieur, et Madame la Présidente, qu'il soit résolu que I finished fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made the final. Yeah. Like I didn't become any smarter in the last year. No, My just, arguments weren't any just better. Appealed you appealed yes. to the political game. Just a little pinched voice like that. And all of a sudden I went from thirty seconds to to four. Wow. Speak to people in the language they understand. Very true. <laughs> or what they want to hear. Okay, so we do have to wrap up. Because we got to give up this table in 30 minutes and I got to tear all this down. Okay. So uh, I want to thank ev- each and every person for, for joining us today in the chat. Um, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you with us here today. Rob, thanks for coming by, buddy. Uh, well, we'll- actually, you know what? This is great. And thank you guys for having oh, me. Absolutely. Oh, Because, wonderful. you know, for me, this is sort of like I remember Saturday Night Live, they had. Yeah, coffee talk where you can exactly. talk about dogs and new <laughs> no big whoop. Waters. That's what and, you do. That's uh, what you it do. It seems like fun. Yeah, no, this is great. No, I, I enjoyed this. Yes. Um, <laughs> now, there's one thing I did promise because I'm talking on the chat with people. Um, somebody asked me, uh, who was it? And so Saucy Seawitch asked me, let's see, what is the one? Uh, oh, darn, something about the movie Chocolat. Oh, yes. Mr. Beaver, do you like the movie Chocolat? 
I don't know if you've ever seen it. You're Mr. Beaver. Yes, I don't know if oh, you've okay. ever seen yeah, it. Yeah, I know the film. It's yeah. a beautiful movie. Yeah, I know the film. Juliette Binoche and uh, Johnny Depp, I think, yeah. was nominated for a couple of yeah, Oscars. Yeah, I know. I got to okay. think for Juliette. Do I love the movie Chocolat? Because when I saw her making the Peruvian hot chocolate, when she put like the chili flakes in it, now I know that there's orange and zest and all mm. that other stuff like this, but whenever now I make my gourmet hot chocolate, I think we moved the camera a little too much there. Whenever now I make my I gourmet hot it. chocolate. The camera's doing its own thing. Okay. I the whole idea of putting chili flakes in hot chocolate, I got from that movie. I still do it today. I love it, love it, love it. It is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful movie. So there you go. Um, just wanted to let you know that. Not only did I like the movie, but it inspired me to actually put chili flakes in my hot chocolate. And if you have never note. done that, if you've never done that, try it. It'll change your life. All right. And on that note, we have to bid you adieu because right, we got to free up this table. So, Douglas, if you got a couple of things extra. to say. Yes. Yeah, you, you, you're going to have to do it from memory because I don't have it programmed into this unit. And I don't have it anywhere in front of me. And um, I'm on my fourth one. So, hey. <laughs> and he feeling, doesn't drink. I'm feeling that little buzz. So, okay, kids, let's see how this goes. Uh, this is the end of our December True North Eager Beaver pub chat. Pubcast. Pubcast. Yes. We hope that you love this episode because clearly we loved making it for you. Thank we you. We loved for having all the each and every one of you with us here today, too. Absolutely yeah. do. Uh, if you love our podcasts and you would like us uh, to come directly to you, you can find us on our pod page, podpage.com slash the true the true north eager beaver with a hyphen between each one of those words. And if you would like to give us some feedback, we always love hearing from you. You can find us on our facebook blog page the true north eager beaver at on facebook at true eager on twitter uh or you can communicate us to us uh, communicate with us see i'm a little bit Jeez, in the bag four beers i've got five <laughs> beers and a double whiskey I'll and i'm not communicate to us because you're all beautiful people and you can communicate with us uh, via email on gmail at true north eager beaver at gmail.com uh let's see what else we have merch Lovely, 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 lovely merch. Yeah. You yeah, have, merch. Uh, yes, yeah, yes, we do. We have the hats. No hats, no. But we have <laughs> six designs of T-shirts for you. Something for everybody and everybody. Mm -hmm. From uh, sizes small to three XL. I like this one. Mister Grizzly yeah. Civics tees and True North Eager Beaver seasonal. Excuse me, seasonal. Christmas teas. There you go. You can get them as well as a few other designs, our pride design and our Halloween design, because it's never too late, too early to uh, stock up for next year. Uh, you can get those at uh, the address that's right there on the chat. Uh, so please do. They make wonderful Christmas presents and stocking stuffers. Uh, if you really, really, really like what we do and you would like to encourage us to do more, well, you know, we um, shake we have a it. Coffee page. For tips. So please go to our coffee page. That's coffee, ko-fi.com slash eagerbeaver, all in lowercase letters and in one word. That's ko-fi.com slash eagerbeaver. And uh, we do appreciate every single tip that you give us. Isn't Rob just looking so cute and innocent right just there? Looking into like, the camera. You can't love that I face. I just am. You know, How can I, you not love that? How can you not love <laughs> that face? Uh, I do not know if there's anything else that we mentioned I think you've, I think you've nailed it. I I think I may have done yeah, that. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Grizzly, uh, as usual, before we go, do you have any words of wisdom for our darling kids to set them off for the rest of the weekend? Yeah, I do, actually. Uh, a couple of things, uh, real quick. Uh, if you drink, don't drive. Don't eat yellow snow. Don't eat yellow snow. That's, Definitely that's a, do not that's eat a the yellow good snow. piece of advice. If you drink, don't drive. If you're celebrating this uh, season, whether it's Christmas, Ramadan, uh, uh Whatever, whatever you celebrate, I hope you, you are able to spend time with friends and family and loved ones and enjoy every second of it. And if you are feeling lonely and you don't have anybody to celebrate with, well, why don't you join us for our morning shows? Yes. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 7 a.m., sometimes a little bit earlier, but next week, regular hours. Yes. Um, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays at 7 a.m., we go live on this channel and... Um, it will be unlike this show because we get into some serious stuff, but we want to provide a community that you can be a part of. And we, we want you to feel free to open up to us yes. and talk to us about what's going on in your lives. 
and we welcome you. Yes, absolutely. That's okay. also all the wisdom I can give you today. Yeah, because there's room for everybody at our table. There is. There is. There's room okay. for everybody at our table. We got to go. All right, kids. We, we got to free go. this table up. We love you, love you, love you, love you. Thank you for joining us today. Have a wonderful weekend and have a wonderful Christmas. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. The True North Eager Beaver Podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, Hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.